Let me go now to Zianda Ngobo, who is a practicing attorney at a local law firm. And we are going to be looking at what happened. So yesterday... The Constitutional Court confirmed that uh, the section of uh, the RICA Act, uh, some sections of it, are unconstitutional. This after investigative journalism unit, Amabungani, obtained a declaration in the High Court in Johannesburg that six orders of the Act were unlawful. The Act allows for individual or mass surveillance to be conducted, even without the knowledge of those targeted. The case was taken to court after it merged that journalists were put under surveillance under false pretenses. To find out more, Zianda is on the line joining us. Zianda, thank you very much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Patricia, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you very much for... Now, Zianda, we know that when uh, the Related Information Act uh, came out in South Africa, there was a lot of, you know, hoo-ha about it. But a lot of us ordinary South Africans didn't bother to find out exactly what could happen with the information that was being given. So now we find ourselves uh, that uh, they, they they have found that uh, some sections of this particular uh, RICA law have been found unconstitutional. Could you take us through some of them? Okay, um, so the, the, the constitutional court um, in the main found that um, RICO was unconstitutional to the extent that it was an unjustified intrusion on the rights to, to uh, the constitutional protection to, to privacy with all Africans asking for it. Related to that was uh, to, to freedom of expression as well as the rights to, yeah. The, the, the extent to which uh, RICO was found constitutional as it failed for to um, um, Zianda, your line is really, really not good. I'd like us to please uh, just take a bit of a moment and then I'll come back to you. Move around and let's find a better suited uh, place for you to get a good reception. We are talking about uh, the Related Information Act, better known as RICA, and uh, Zianda Ngobo, who's an attorney, is uh, a practicing attorney, is joining us to talk about what happened on Thursday around the Constitutional Court finding some sections of uh, this particular act unlawful, especially because it uh, could uh, go into people's information, um, especially those who were journalists, without them even knowing, so being put uh, under surveillance <laughs> without knowing. And this, these are some of the issues that were found against Rika. To join in on the conversation, you can call 011-714-2006 or send your WhatsApps to 0614-104-107. SMSs go to 41391. Zianda, it seems like your line is a bit better now. Thank you very much. Thank you, Patricia. Can you hear me fine? Excellent. Loud and clear. So maybe let's go back to uh, your initial uh, point. Okay, so I was saying that um, the constitutional courts found that um, some provisions of uh, of the RICA Act uh, failed to, to to respect and to protect the rights of um, of, of privacy, uh, buttressed with the right to freedom of expression as well as the right to, to freedom of, of of the media. And um, there were a few sections that there were there were a few offending sections that the courts um, constitutional, for example, RICA is unconstitutional to the extent that it doesn't provide. 
safeguards to ensure that a judge designated in terms of Section 1, so that would be the judge that would authorize the intersection of the, of the communications, uh, is sufficiently independent. Um, it was un- it's un- unconstitutional to the extent that it doesn't have any um, measures or provisions to provide for the notifying of the subject of surveillance. So, for example, Mr. Sol, of the fact that his or her surveillance, as soon as notification can be given, without jeopardizing the purpose of surveillance, after surveillance has been terminated. So there was no measure, no provision in the legislation to tell you after, for example, the investigation that you were being surveilled, and that was found to be unconstitutional. And um, and there was the court also found that the the, the RICA doesn't have any um, procedures or, or or provisions within it that uh, regulates how the data or the communications once it's collected, how it's managed, how it's um, you know how they work through it, how it's destroyed, and that further um, infringed on the rights to to, to privacy. Mm. So now, where we where do we find ourselves after the ruling from the Constitutional Court? What will happen um, to to those who were put under surveillance without them knowing? Well, it won't have um, a retrospective um, effect. The the, the 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 finding of unconstitutionality. So what the court said was that um, they given parliaments. I think it's a period of thirty six months. Um, to, to remedy the defect um, that arises out of the findings of unconstitutionality and um, to find other ways to make sure that the provisions of RICA um, you know fits in an echo with the, with the constitution but it won't be it, it won't be uh, it won't have a retrospective effect. That's, that, that doesn't seem like it's fair because those who were intercepted uh, under surveillance without their knowledge and obviously personal information was leaked, private information was leaked, uh, can't they sue? Can't they sue the state? Sorry, Patricia, I lost you there for a second. Can people not sue the state, those who were intercepted um, without them knowing? No, it won't have a retrospective um, application, Patricia. So what about the the the, the um, invasion of personal privacy? Does that have nothing uh, you know to do with where we are as a country because that's part of our constitutional right? Of course it is, but remember um Rika Rika prohibits the generally it prohibits the the, inter, the interception of 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 communications except where that's done in accordance with the provisions of 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 Rika. So to the extent that um, you know when when the state did, did do some surveillance and it was in accordance with with, with Rika, you wouldn't be in a position to to to, to have recourse against the state because at the time it was it was legal. So going forward, the state would have to make sure that uh, what the courts have set out that 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 has to be uh, remedied. Then um, if 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 the if the state doesn't adhere to that, then people would have would have recourse. Okay, so this was legal. So we have no. No one, journalist, lawyer who felt that they, they were under surveillance can go back and say, well, I'd like to sue. But moving forward, this is what we need to look out for. Precisely. Precisely. Do, do you feel that these amendments to the RICA Act are, are going to be suitable for our constitution and our rights as citizens? Yes. Um, you know, I think that the, the judgment was, was balanced. 
And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm an attorney. I have great difference for, for the constitutional courts. I think that the justice applied his mind. And I think that this place, that this balances the, the need for, for the states to do this kind of thing because the court did actually recognize that there is a place for this in society to protect South Africans, to safeguard national interest, um, to safeguard national security. So there is a place and a need for this, but it's just how we do it. And I think with these amendments, uh, the courts have found a good balance. Um, please do call in. Uh, I'd love to hear from our listeners who uh, feel that these changes are are suitable for us around Rika, or those who feel that well, we could have just stayed the way we were um, when it comes to Rika Act. Um, please call in on 011-714-2006. We've got Zianda Ngobo, who is a practicing attorney at the local law firm, and uh, she's a legal expert, telling us what happened on Thursday. The Constitutional Court around the RICA Act. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105 FM in 23 minutes after 10 uh, on uh, SAFM 104 to 107. This is The Talking Point. My name is Patricia Ntuli, standing in for Kathy. Um, we are talking to Zianda Ngobo, who's a practicing attorney, and uh, she is uh, helping us understand the Related Information Act, better known as RICA, which was found to have some sections of it being un- unconstitutional by the court on Thursday. Now, Zianda, uh, Judge Roland Sutherland ruled on Monday that mass surveillance and interception of foreign signals by the National Communication Center was unlawful and invalid in terms of the Constitution. How did it come about that we can have RICA um, made legal, but it, it had some areas of it that were unconstitutional? Sorry, Patricia, I, I lost you there for a second. I'm sorry, the line is terrible. My question was around Judge Roland Sutherland's um, observation and ruling that mass surveillance and the interception of foreign signals by the National Communication Center was unlawful and invalid in terms of the Constitution. Now, how did we get to a place as a country that we could have an act like RICA that is legalized but with areas that are unlawful and invalid? Um, well, I think you know at, at the time of that 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 veto was 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 passed in in, in Parliament, um, you know the Parliament did, did the best that they could, I suppose. But I thought that's why um, you know there there are provisions and there are mechanisms within our judicial system to make sure that anybody can go back to a court and say that I know that at the Parliament I passed this particular legislation, but upon implementation, these are these are the constitutional rights that are that, that are being trampled on, and which is why we have section 167 of the constitution and that allows the constitutional court to then go back and say that um you know parliament's passed legislation but it doesn't necessarily fit in with the constitution let me go to some of our listeners voice notes and patricia Antuli. um it's good to hear your voice on the radio um look <laughs> i wish I, 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 okay, let's, let me say, I urge anyone, anyone that is near, uh, near or Julius Malema, please, man, can someone put a park on Julius Malema or anyone next to Zuma can put a park there on their table so that we can hear exactly what they are saying? I'm, 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 I'm curious. 
<laughs> this is Lusugumakpole, Cape Town. Thank you. All right, it seems like this is still talking about the tea party. Nothing to do with Rika. Uh, clearly, this tea party is something that's got everyone talking. Uh, Zianda, let me just ask you, are you keen to find out what will happen at this tea party between Zuma and Malema? I think all South Africans are wasting the face of bread. <laughs> <laughs> what cup of tea would you drink if you were invited? I think I'd have a Roy Bob. <laughs> You'd have a Roy. I, I've, I've ordered a, a jasmine tea. Uh, no sugar, no honey, no milk. Uh, just just that. And maybe a biscuit on the side. Yeah, homemade, <laughs> you know, biscuit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Zianda, as we wrap up, can you give us your closing comments around uh, the new Constitutional Court's uh, findings around the Related Information Act? Okay, um, my, my, you know, my, my parting remarks are that I think it, it was good, it was great that the constitutional courts um, didn't throw the baby out of the bathwater. I think it was great that they recognized that there is certainly a place for this type of legislation in, in a democracy such as ours. Um, it's necessary to protect us as South Africans, it's necessary to protect us against, um, you know, uh, the security of, of our country, and that, um, you know, Although there, 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 there is um, a right to privacy, a right to expression of freedom, a right to media, none of those rights are unlimited. You know, there has to be a balancing act that has to be done at all times. And I think with these amendments that the court, um, you know, has, has directed be, be, be evicted, I think this will put us in a position where the state is able to protect us, our borders, as citizens, while still respecting the constitutional rights that are afforded to all South Africans. Thank you very much for joining us, Zianda. Um, new developments, it's good to know that that we are ever uh, reviewing our legal systems and our constitutions to make sure that we are always in alignment. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much, Patricia. Have a great day.